There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, talkers. It is four o'clock on a hump day. We are hanging out with Julia and special guest host, host, coach. Well, kind of a coach, coach. and a host. Yeah, coach. he's the laundry coach and a host. There yes. you go. Patrick Richardson, the laundry evangelist. Let's sit back and enjoy some more laundry talk. Well, here's the deal. We had so many emails that we didn't get to and other callers, so we wrote them down. So we're just going to get through this. Want people to know, come up to the show, we've got a pair of tickets to give away to the Christmas Carol at the Guthrie, and we'll be getting to that later in this hour. All right, here's question number one. All right. Question for the laundry guy. How do you clean winter jackets that have areas never that seem to come clean, like the elastic around yep. the wrist where if you have a white down coat, yep. it never comes clean. What do we do? Okay, so here's what you do. Use some kind of oily soap, back to the liquid hand soap or okay. whatever it happens to be, but you need to spray it with vinegar. Vinegar will break up that oil, then you scrub it with soap and a brush, then you toss the whole thing, because I'm assuming it's down. Yep. You toss the whole thing in the washer, wash it with soap, never detergent, warm water, express cycle, Hang it to dry, toss it in the dryer, air fluff, no heat with three tennis balls. It will look like the day you bought it. Okay, seriously. So when you say spray the stain areas with vinegar, are we using the vinegar and water solution? Yeah, the vinegar and water solution. So we are always using the 50-50. Yeah, always 50-50. And we spray it with that while it's wet. And then you immediately attack it with soap in the brush. Okay, immediate. One right on top of the other, yeah. Oh, and two things that go back to earlier things. Yes. Somebody asked about rayon. And then somebody else asked about bamboo. Bamboo is like cotton or linen or hemp. Okay. It's not exactly the same as rayon, but you can treat it the same way. Okay. Just Good. as a, just as an FYI. Yeah, you can't silk or wool, but you totally can those. And then the other thing just yes, throughout please. Karen earlier asked us, she has a white cat with white long hair, which I'm betting is like a gorgeous cat. Let me oh, just I'm say, sure. I'm sure it's a Persian. Dreamy. Okay. But, <laughs> Oh, they're so they're they're such pretty cats. They are, and they're just and they know it, and I love that about them. <laughs> anyway, um, so the hair is on her clothes. She needs to use a ball of aluminum foil in her dryer. So a one yard piece of aluminum foil made into a ball, a little bit bigger than a softball. Toss it in the dryer. All of that hair will end up in the lint trap. I mean, she could almost make a new cat. Seriously, because yeah. I ha- I use this and I couldn't believe I cannot believe how much lint comes. It's incredible. Yeah, and is it more than a dryer sheet? Oh yeah, because why is that? Because a dryer sheet is leaving a film and stuff is still sticking to the clothes. It's actually a chem- It's actually a, a a reaction with the aluminum foil. What's happening is the aluminum foil is grabbing all of the static that's in the dryer, so all the static is coming off the clothes. So it's all the clothes are allowed to release the lint. 
Yeah. I, because I wonder why I, because I get so much lint. Yeah. That's and what so it is. that's what, because I've been using the aluminum foil forever and yeah. we can use it till it gets down to a teeny tiny ball, like yeah. a super mini super ball size. Exactly. And then you just toss it in recycling. And make okay. A new one. All right. Love it. All right. Here's, here's a good one. Yeah. Um, this is, we have a four year old who occasionally has an accident and sometimes has poop smears in her underwear. We have tried all kinds of stuff, including the highly praised oxygen, oxygen bleach. Nothing gets the poop stains out. What do I do? They're not using the... It, it will, okay? So I'm not trying to tell you that... I'm just right. telling you, let's talk about the technique. Because oxygen bleach will take that stain out. Okay. Warm water, express wash, and you need you need to use enough. If you're using, like, the big commercial one that comes in a bucket... Yeah. You need to use, like, a full scoop or even a scoop and a half. Okay. If you're using 100% sodium percarbonate... You can use a tablespoon. One tablespoon. Yeah, okay. but it will. I mean, it will take it out. I think that there's. I think there's an issue in something else. Like maybe there's fabric softener in the clothes. Maybe there's dryer sheets in the clothes. If but, any of that's happening, would we want to spray it with the vinegar water solution and soak it? Um, you, I would soak it in the oxygen bleach. Soak in oxygen. Yeah, bleach. because it's just the oxygen bleach is not penetrating because it will take it out. I um, I mean, I actually tested it with diapers. Okay. So I mean I know that it will you lift it, it out. Works. So I think there's something there's something that's causing it not to work. Like okay. maybe the water's not warm or maybe there's, you know, it needs to soak a little bit cuz it will come out. It will come out all yep. right for the poopy underwear people, all right? Cuz that's a problem. I <laughs> no, mean, you know, it it is. Um what is the name of Patrick's book? Laundry Love, yes. Finding Joy in a Common Chore. You can pick it up wherever books are, or if you want a signed one, you can order it from LaundryEvangelist.com. I'll put up LaundryEvangelist.com to our Lori and Julia show page right now oh, so thanks. that they can yeah. go there this and get it that way. a great gift. I can't think of a better gift. Of course The gift not. of Laundry Love. Hey, and my, down, download the app and give give the Lori and Julia joy of our shows listening wherever you are. That's right? true. Boy, two for Tuesday. You know, my mom would tell you it's the best book ever written. <laughs> my mom, no joke, she called me one of the first times we had you on, and she was like, Grant, that's all I want for Christmas. I want his book. Oh, I love she that. She can't wait to get his book. I oh, love that. She already knows she's getting it. Okay, so here's <laughs> someone else. Okay, for Patrick, I recently purchased some designer clothes at an estate sale with tags, new with tags. They smell musty. Since I'm a reseller, I don't want to wash them. How do I get the smell out? Spray them with vodka. Oh, cheap, like college vodka, not the vodka that we're going to have at 610. Right. Like cheap vodka. Like the cheapest you can get, you know, eight bucks a gallon. Yep. Spray it. And if they're musty, you know, spray them. And if that's not enough, just spray them again. Vodka is actually antibacterial. It is going to kill the mold that is causing that musty odor. You may just have to do it a couple of times, you know. Because I love, I love vodka. I love the uses of vodka. Well, I mean, besides drinking, there's so many uses. Oh, it's great. I mean, I clean my countertops with it. Tell me, tell me that. Yeah, just, tell me more. I spray my because you can't use vinegar on granite or like quartz or something. Good call. So I spray my countertops with vodka and my cutting boards. It's antibacterial, uh-huh. and you can clean with. I mean, you can clean with it. It's great. Okay, cutting boards and countertops. Yeah. Okay, and then also I use it to extend the life of flowers. Absolutely. It's great because there again, it's antibacterial. You can also toss some, um, like if you buy like berries that go bad really fast, like strawberries or raspberries right. or something, right. if you put a little bit of vodka in with some water and you just toss them in it and then rinse and then just drain them, they'll last like a week. What? Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> berries. Put them in a bowl, like a tablespoon of vodka. Yeah, about a tablespoon or a big. Sp- I always just say a big splash. 
you know, in a bowl of water and then you just toss them and then just drop it in a, you know, in a strainer and let them dry and put them in the fridge the last week. Sweet. Yeah. Because, you know, people are looking for ways to expand, extend the shelf life of food right now, big time, because yeah. it's so expensive. Yeah. I love knowing that one. Mm-hmm. I love that one. All right. Now, you were telling me the virtues of oregano spray. It's time for Random Thoughts. So when we come back, we're going to hit up why oregano is the end-all, be-all, besides as a seasoning. Oh, it's great. This is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. That's all it is. So apparently oregano is God's gift to everything that I never knew about till you came in today. So tell us about the joys of oregano. Oh, oregano oil. So oregano oil is like a natural antibiotic. It's like, you know, like now you can buy chicken and there's no antibiotics. Right. They feed them oregano. That's what they use instead of antibiotics. So, like, when I get, like, a respiratory thing or whatever, I take capsules of oregano oil. So that's what I sort of use. It's my, like, obsession. And does it work? It totally works. Do you smell like a spaghetti? Um, You don't, but I will tell you if you burp, it's burps, you burp like spaghetti. You, but do, you burp like you spaghetti. Do. Okay. But, yeah, it's great because, like, um, I mean, I use it for just, I mean, basically, it's my go-to. I'm not trying to give medical advice no, no, to anybody. No, no, right. But, you know what I mean? But it's my go-to. If I have any sort of, like, cold or, you know, allergy thing or, you know, whatever, oregano. Oregano. And yeah. you take it in a capsule I take form. it in the capsule because you can get it as just the oil and, like, you can mix it with water and drink it. But it burns like NyQuil. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's powerful stuff. So, I, yeah, I take it as a capsule. I think it's the greatest thing. And have you been doing this for a while? Um, I take it on and off. I've taken it for years. I never knew about oregano. I don't yeah. know about anything. I know, but I, I, I love it because just, you know, like, I don't know, you have some sort of weird thing and you need an antibiotic. Well, I always try oregano first. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Grant, did you know that about oregano? Not a clue, but I, I'm going to try just for the idea of burping up some spaghetti. Oh, no, I love you know. it. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, I'm looking for a little flavor. Okay. Yeah. Is this a doer or don't you guys? Um... You know, everyone is doing different scented candles. Mm-hmm. Love candles. What Love about scents. a pickle scented candle? Val- Vaslik? How do you say it? Vlasic. Vlasic is doing them this year. And they're at shoprianporter.com. They're $21. And National Pickle Day is the 14th. We're not there yet. But mm-hmm. do you think a pickle smelling? I love pickles. I like the pickle pizza thing we have Me this too. summer at the fair. I love dill I love pickle, pickle chips. roll ups. Oh. Yeah, I love, I love pickles. But I don't know that I want a pickle candle. You know, it's funny because I like the weird candles. I had a tomato scented candle that I loved. Really? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. But I don't know that I want a pickle scented candle. All right. You know, but I think it would be a super fun gift. Like if you had that person who loves pickles, why wouldn't you give them a pickle candle? With a pickle ornament for the holidays. Oh, I can't think of anything more Christmassy (laughs) than a pickle candle, a pickle (laughs) ornament, and a jar of pickles. Because otherwise you'd be so disappointed if you got that smell and you didn't get the satisfaction of eating one. You didn't get it. That's a great gift. I give give my dogs toy pickles, like stuffed pickles in Christmas. They have little stocking hats and everything. Because, you know, you like to hide the pickle in the tree. Oh, yeah, hide the pickle in the tree. Yeah, we hide the pickle for the dogs. That sounds really bad. No, No, it it does, but we know what you're talking about. Okay, speaking of the holidays, the Christmas story, in the Christmas story movie, there's the leg lamp. Right. So there is a a town... Chickasaw, you know I'm not saying it right. It's in Ohio, right? It's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, okay. I thought the story took place in Ohio, but I might be wrong. Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. They put it up, a 50-foot permanent fiberglass statue of the leg lamp. Lovely. Wow. Fragile. 
Right. I mean, you know, what is it? The How do you say it? The um No, it's the joke from the movie oh, when the dad right. gets the box, he reads on the side, fragile, you know, and it's right. fragile, but it's just oh, the leg lamp oh, and he's right. all obsessed oh, with it. And yeah. so this leg lamp, I mean the other line from that movie that I have to use right now is, you know, it's the like it's the warm glow of electric sex. Yes. <laughs> That's what he says when he sees that lamp. <laughs> You know that movie turns forty next year. Yes. and they're coming out they're with coming uh, out Ralphie with... comes home for Christmas. He goes back right. to his childhood home. It's going to be on HBO Max here, I think, in November. It is. It comes out at the end of November here, and he's going to go home, and he's going to read. His mom's going to be there. Obviously, his dad has passed, but brings his kids home for a little a Christmas little story number two. Oh, oh, I hope they get. To, I hope they get BB guns. I do too. I hope oh, there's a red. Gosh, rider. did you guys ever have a BB gun growing up? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Da? Is that yeah. a da? Yeah, that's. Is that just a da? I mean, I grew up in the South. I had a shotgun as a child. Yeah, me too. I got a <laughs> yeah. twenty gauge Benelli as soon as I could get one. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, you guys! But then I never turned into be a hunter, so I don't want to act like I'm a hunter. No, you know I, d- I no? only ever used it to shoot skeet. Yeah, I'm with you in there. Yeah. Can you guys shoot? Do you have a good aim? Uh, not anymore. But you did. You, I'm Patrick. I was I into it back in the day, but you know, I'm old now. You are oh. an arthritic. Oh, oh, I'm all gouty. You're so funny. <laughs> I'm, gouty. I'm arthritic. I'm old. <laughs> okay, so today is the. Um, I'm look trying to find it right in front of me somewhere. Today is the 55th or the 50th anniversary of the Rolling Stone magazine, and when it first came out, um, the cover was Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. and um, you know what it came out with the very first issue, a roach clip. Isn't that kind of funny? It's fabulous, actually. Isn't it funny? Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, who even says the word roach clip anymore? Yeah, it's true. That's a great point. (laughs) And for people who don't know what a roach clip is, it's a clip that you would hold on if you got down to the bottom of a joint so you didn't burn your fingertips or your nose. Right, and waste the rest. Or waste the rest. I mean, who says roach clip anymore? That would kind of be a... I think it's kind of time to bring that back. I think so. And it's funny because I don't smoke weed, but right. I kind of want a roach clip anyway. It, I mean, could you use it for a candy cigarette or like, you know, the end of a candy bar? I don't know. <laughs> when it gets you really know. small. Yeah, or to hold, free, to hold Cheetos <laughs> so that you don't get those orange fingers. Oh, I mean, just a little pinch or grab it out of the bag. It makes just, you eat slower. Yeah, I mean, there's so many options. Oh, my God. And I want one of those that has the, the feathers hanging off of it. Yes. Oh, you know. Oh, I used to yeah. call those people like in high school, oh, what a burnout. They've got a roach clip. And they uh, put them on the back of their backpacks. Or they'd or, wear them on a necklace. Right. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. I, I was just so funny. <laughs> now, do you agree with this? One in seven people, I think it's more than that, will never tell people who they voted for? Oh, I bet it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think yeah. there are people who, like... We're going to say there's the popular candidate. You know, yes. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's affiliation specific. There's the popular candidate, but they don't really want to vote for that person. Or like if you're in a room full of Republicans, you may say you're going to vote Republican where you secretly vote are voting Democrat or, or vice, vice versa. versa. Or, I think yeah. that happens a lot you more think it does? than one in seven yeah. in the workplace. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Especially. Yeah, I think right. in your private sphere, your family, your friends, right. they all know where you lean. But I feel like that comes out the most at work. It, it, I would agree. <laughs> but I even think when you lean one way, you may just not like that candidate. You know? Yeah, true. So I think it's true. much. I think that's probably much more common. Good call. Than anybody's willing to to talk about. Yeah, totally. To talk about. Right. Yeah, I always said I'm going to vote for Archie Bunker. It's my my only answer. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. Sometimes that yeah. is a very good one. Mm-hmm. Heck okay. Yeah. It's nobody's business. All right. So the holidays are coming, and. Um, you know, people are saying, slow down. Can we just have Thanksgiving first before we have to jump right to to the Christmas holidays or Hanukkah or whatever? Um, are you are you one of those? I mean, have you started? I, I'm just learning that you are uh, decorating. Yeah, I'm, I'm real obsessed with gurus. Christmas. Yeah, I'm really just, into it. And, and so you, when you first met Ross... Yeah, it's funny. Because we both lived in the same building. Right, we but, lived in the same okay. apartment building, but we didn't live together. And right. then when we moved in together, you know, he said, well, we should just have one Christmas tree. And no. so we, well, we compromised at that time with four. Love you. Love so you. now we have six. <laughs> um, we have one in every room of our house except Ross's bedroom. And you guys have separate bedrooms? Yes. So do I. Yeah, I always it's have. the greatest thing in the world. It's, it's, you know, it's so funny. When we were dating, I had this great idea that we should buy townhouses side by side. Okay. And, um, right? Because you can decorate how you yeah. want. Well, no, dream. it wasn't so much that. It's just he's a night owl. I'm an early bird. Right. Okay. So, and, you know, he's a music critic. So he's out late and yes. I'm already in bed. And so I read this article in the New York Times that 25% of all married couples have separate bedrooms. Yes. And it's so, that high. Yeah. And so I was just like, that's what we should do. And so. That's what we do. It also decreases on stress because you get more sleep. You're yeah. better at performance at work. Your overall life is better when you get more sleep and when you have someone else in there. If you like it, you like it. But I am a sleep divorce for life, and Lily and I love it. Our dream, actually, Patrick, is to get a massive room where it's just so big that we can have two king-size beds far <laughs> enough apart. And, oh. and we can kind of like still feel like we're in the same room together, oh. but we're not sharing the same bed. Well, so that, oh. that's been our thing because we just bought a king-size bed. Yeah. And to be able to not feel the other person because mm-hmm. he gets up early, I'm a night, you know, we have yeah. that same thing. It's so wonderful. A king size bed works. Yeah, we're just both such light sleepers. Yeah, Me too. That, like, yep. the idea, I mean, of him coming, if he comes into the room, I will wake up. Me too. So we just, you know, separate rooms and. Yep. Do you, you, do you have pets sleep with? Because, like, do one of you, like, Lily loves having all uh, the we dogs don't have in any her pets. bed. Yeah, and I can't do because if one dog even farts or moves, I'm up for three yeah, hours. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I guess the closest thing I would have is like a Christmas tree sleep with me. So we're good. <laughs> I, well, I want to know what that tree looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, when we come back, we've got, um, we've got some news. There was a big fashion show last night and some other things happen. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my top. Is this, is I don't this know. a special request from my mother? I don't know <laughs> until I found I... you. Steven Sanchez, this is just in our system right now. Okay, well, it's well, it's lovely, but it reminds me of like, you know, I was listening to my dad's playlist, okay, two okay. nights ago, and I still have it because I can't give up my Apple thing because I have my dad, you know, playlists from certain times. And um, so it's like, touch me in the morning. Um, killing me softly. Um, um, Rainy days of money always get me down by Paul Williams. You know his version. 
um, I, who Roberta Flack, her, D, uh, Dean Martin, Andy Williams, Moon River. Because who doesn't need a Huckleberry friend? Well, Lori and I, one time, we were kind of buzzed. And the song was on and we both looked at each other and we're like, you're my Huckleberry friend. <laughs> I mean, that's just, what is a Huckleberry friend? I'm not entirely sure. I'm not either, but it's such a great line. You're it my is, but Huckleberry I do know friend. that you can preserve Huckleberries longer by vinegar or by vodka and water. That's right. So, <laughs> that's what I know about okay. Huckleberries. How do you preserve a banana? Um, I have, I do not know, but I've actually heard you can wrap them in aluminum foil. Really? Because they that. go quick. Heard that though. All right, rappers. All right. Hey, all right. One more thing quickly. By the way, yeah. I, I have to give Brian some credit. He's a lifelong listener of my Hi, talk. Brian. And he called in. He was actually the one who called. He had one of the questions earlier. But he cal- called in to tell me that A Christmas Story Christmas, which is the new, yes. you know, was actually. So Nick Shank is an American screenwriter. He wrote um, Grand Torino in 2008. Yes. And he's from Minneapolis. He wrote the screen. He wrote. The screenplay for this upcoming... Grant, oh. get him on! Nick Shank, he's a local Minneapolis Grant, guy. Grant, get him on! All right, I'll try to see what get I can do. Get him on the so, show, we'll talk to him. Thank you, Brian, for that little oh, tip there. Oh, that's kind of fun. So the new one's got a connection to Minnesota. I yeah. love it. I love it. All right, so Rihanna. So her Fendi, um, you know, lingerie show was last night. Did you watch any of it? I have not. Would you watch it? Um... I kind of think the era for the lingerie show thing is sort of over. That's why I wonder, like, what's the audience? Yeah, well, I mean, it's probably the same audience that watched the Victoria's Secret show. But but again, what's the audience? Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I feel, but she seems to do these huge over-the-top shows. She had Johnny Depp made an appearance in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she, and people were mad about that. I mean, people had feelings all over the thing about that. But she... Is um, you know she's made a gazillion dollars on her Fendi brand, all the makeup, all the lingerie, mm-hmm. and things like that. But she said um, that having a child is what inspired her to come out of kind of her musical retirement that she's been in for a long time. Right? Because the last run she did of concerts, mm-hmm. she you could tell she wasn't into it. Right? Because totally. I saw her. You saw yeah. her. I think. Yeah, I mean, we she saw just, her. She was yeah. done. I mean, she was like she was in a, taking a nap. Basically, so she just says that. When you become a mom, this is her experience. You unleash or unlock other parts of your superpower. Her favorite body part is still her booty, and even more so because she gained weight having a child and she got a little bit more package. She loves it. Um, She also said that the Super Bowl, she doesn't know if she's going to have anybody with her, but it's 12 minutes. She will be... that's all good. Wow. That's a long time. And so other people... You know, who have done it by themselves is women, Lady Gaga. Yeah. She did it all. Hers was phenomenal. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, she also jumped from the roof of the stadium. She, she was did. something else. She was. That yeah. was so good. She's amazing. What do you think of Rihanna? I mean, you know, Ross, your husband, is right. a music critic. Right. And you're a big fan. Do you think that she's got enough? I know she's got a ton of hits, but do you think being that she is with ASAP, you know, as her partner, mm-hmm. do you think that she wouldn't bring him out or other people out? Or do you think she can do it all alone? I think she could. Honestly, I think she could do it alone because she's like a party hits kind of singer. So yes. her hits are going to be fun. They're not, you know, going to be like Jennifer political Lopez. or anything. They're right. just going to be fun. Right. So I think she could do it okay. if she can put herself into it. I mean, because the one thing about Lady Gaga is, remember, I mean, she jumps from the roof of the thing, and then she comes in, and then she climbs this thing, Ladder, and then she falls she, off. I mean, right. 
she knows how to put on a spectacle. If right. Rihanna will put herself into it to that level, I think that she could do it. I sort of think it's a mistake to go out on your own because if anything goes wrong, there's nobody there to cover for you. You know, and I think that when you're on that stage, if, it's so critical. You know, if if anything goes wrong, there's no backup. Like, right. you know, if you break a heel, too bad. Right. Whereas if you have other people and you have a good producer, you know, like Grant, like Grant could do it, mm-hmm. you would, um, you know, they could they could pivot for you. Right. So I don't know, you know, but I think she could, honestly. Yeah. She does have enough songs. Right. Whereas Plenty. like Jennifer Lopez, I don't think she had enough hits. No. To do it by yourself. And, uh, but too many of her things are too slow. Right. I mean, you've got to have party songs. Right. You're at yeah. the Super Bowl. It's not, you know, it's not Barbara Streisand at the Palace. It's the Super Bowl. I think Pink could do it. Totally. And, you know, she and could. She would do it. Party songs. Party, she has and party songs. she's a performer on I know top she of that. That lady she's puts amazing. it out. Yeah, on I love She lays I, everything out when she's on the stage. She's amazing. Who would be, like, if you guys could have your dream Super Bowl act... Oh. Do you have anybody? That, Mine happened already. I, yours was Not, last year. Well, last year, yeah, with the whole Compton. That, that whole Compton thing. Yeah. That was I grew up on that that '90s rap. That was something else. But I did see the Prince one, and everybody thinks that's the greatest of all time. Well, right? because it is. It probably is. Yes, but uh, um, I don't. You know, it's funny. I don't know who would be my. Although it's really interesting. I mean, thinking of the Compton thing, I would love like an '80s throwback. I don't know. They, I know they wouldn't do it, but I think that'd be fun. A like, collab yeah. with. Madonna. Yeah, like um, I don't know who it would be. Who I mean, it, it would be? There's Tina Turner. Here's me. Tina oh. Turner, Madonna, um, Cher, Cher, um, Cher actually could probably do a halftime Cher show. Cher could do a. Mm-hmm. Why don't we give it to Cher? You know what? what? We, we should give everything to Cher. Really, <laughs> our answer should no matter what our question is, the answer should just be Cher. It should be. Do you like her hot new guy? Um. What are your I, thoughts? Okay, oh, there's so, a hesitation. No, it's funny. I okay. do. I hope... Here's the only thing I want for Cher. I want her to be happy and have fun. Yeah. Because she has put her entire life in front of everyone else and made everybody else happy. So if he makes her happy, you know, he's less than half her age. And I'm like, good for you. Right. But if he makes her happy, that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Because I, I love the fact she is a true performer. She gives everything... Every time. And so if, you know, if if she's having fun and it makes her happy, I love it. You know, if they can just order a pizza and, giggle and you know, yeah. watch Survivor. I don't know. I don't know what Cher does. What would Cher do on a date? Yeah. I know. Yeah. But she wanted people to know she was with them because they went to Craig's. Yeah. To be photographed. All right. Now, on the opposite end, because yours where my judgment Judy came in, is that um, John Mayer is dating Kierna Shipka. 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 Yeah, from Mad Men, Sally from Mad Men. Who's 22? And I judgy, judgy on that age difference. Do you know what's super funny is so am I, and I don't want to be. I, I am, but, but not on Share. When I Well, but the difference is, when you were 36, you knew enough about what was going on that if you were dating somebody yes. more than twice your age, no biggie. When you're 22, there's still a lot of things you need to figure out. That's right. True. And that is my... It isn't the age difference. Like, it's not because, you know, he's a man and she's a younger woman. Because if she was, thir- if he was 10 years older and she was 32, who cares? Absolutely would not care. I, the 20s, I protect. Yeah. yeah. With people. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, because I mean, I'm thinking like when I was 22. I mean, oh. when I was 22. Oh, oh come on! I didn't know anything. I mean, I didn't know. No, I didn't know what I was gonna do for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. My entire yeah, you had no idea what you're. Yeah, doing I mean, you couldn't balance your checkbook at 22. Yeah. You met- but she's an old soul. I mean, we met her when she was 13, and we thought, sure. "Holy cow, is yeah. this woman 90 already?" Yeah, it's not even that. It's just. You still don't have the same life. You just don't have enough life experience. And I judge. She probably has more than other people. I judge John Mayer. Do you? I don't know why. Mm. I'm judgy. I'm judgy. Zach Efron refused. uh, Matthew Perry is was writing a a book and he finished a screenplay and he was looking for someone to play himself. And Zach Efron turned him down. Would you? How would you play Matthew Perry? It's funny. I don't think Zac Efron is right for Matthew Perry. Not who, at all. Who would you think would be a younger version of Matthew Perry? I think it Perry. needs to be somebody we've never seen before. Never met. Yes. Kind of like, okay, think of how incredible Five. the guy was who played Freddie Prince. Or, oh, not, um, no, it, Freddie Prince was yeah. incredible when he yeah. played Scooby-Doo-Doo. <laughs> no, but that's not, not Freddie. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't believe I just did that. The guy from The what? guy from Queen. Oh, yeah. Um, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Why Mercury. did I come up with Freddie Prince? Oh, oh my gosh. You're no, rubbing Taren, off on me. Taryn. Wasn't it Malik? Malik. Yep. Oh, yeah. but Remy, had, Malik. Remy yeah, Malik. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. He'd been around. I mean, he around, had a show, but not like but a rock nobody, star. Mr. Robot he wasn't or what he was. I mean, we didn't know We didn't him. have. We were right. And yeah. I think that that is part of what made that so good. And like Taryn Edgerton with um, Elton John. Elton John. You didn't really mm-hmm. know him. And it I think that it's better. And I think this Matthew Perry story is pretty interesting. Oh, and I think it's gosh. very captivating. So I almost think we need kind of a kind of an unknown. An unknown. All right. Well, and Boz Lorman did the same thing with Austin Butler because remember it was originally going to be Harry Styles, right? But Harry Styles, he was worried, kind of had too much of Harry Styles' own name, and yes. so Austin Butler came in and killed it. And know? there again, another perfect example. I mean, yeah. you, you know, I mean, we've grown up with Matthew Perry. We yes, kind of need a. We need someone unknown. Yeah. It will be, oh my gosh, that would be something. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, should we give away tickets, Grant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's give away tickets. Well, you could do it right now. Let's do it right now, yeah. Give us a buzz if you can go see the fabulous Christmas Carol at the Guthrie Theater on opening night. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal, a Friday night ticket, November 18th at 7.30 p.m. Give us a buzz. We're going to take the seventh caller at 651 Six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back to Hollywood Speak. All right, everybody. This is time to Hollywood Speak. Jennifer Aniston is on the cover of Allure magazine in a teeny tiny Chanel bra that basically just cover, covers her nipples and areola. She looks amazing. She's fifty three. She looks great. But she has come out and talked about. Um, she was just hated because she didn't give kids to Brad Pitt. That, you know, it was because of her. Everyone thought in the media portrayed her. It was her reason that that mm-hmm. marriage broke up. And, of course, he'd go to Angelina Jolie, who already had this four-year-old son, Maddox, and, right. and everything. And then, why isn't she having kids? What's wrong with you that you don't want kids? You're with Brad Pitt, you know, and then she's with Justin Thoreau. Why don't you want kids? But she just really just shared that she has gone through IVF. She has gone through everything to try to have children because she really wanted to have them and is finally done. Right. The ship has sailed. Yeah. And how the media treated her that she wouldn't give Brad Pitt kids. Right. That's so that indi- she was the bad person. In yeah. That, it's, you know? so, it's so ridiculously unfair. I mean, you know, I, I, there's so many people who want children and can't have them. Right. And, you know, I think that we just assume, oh, why don't you have, you know, 
Brad Pitt's kids because they would have been the most beautiful they kids. Would've. I mean, in fairness, they really, they really would have been really the most would've. gorgeous kids on the earth. But it's unfair to just assume. Right. And what we don't know. And so she's just talking about how, you know, she went through all the stuff trying to do it. And um, the one thing she did say is she regrets that she never froze her eggs. Um, And this is something I know because some of my friends' kids work for like LinkedIn or or, um, uh, Instagram or some of these other places. And they actually pay for young women to freeze their eggs. Right. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I have. I know somebody who did it. So do I. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who got married but didn't want to have kids right now. But, you know, healthier, younger eggs Mm -hmm. are freezing them. And it's it's a big process, but it's kind of... Interesting. And I think if I would have known, you know, what, you know, that if you're in a career mode and you just don't want to have the kids yet. Right. Um, it's kind of something to think about. I used to always think about this. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing about her, I mean, obviously she has the resources to any treatment that is available. 100%. And if she can't conceive. Right. Right. 100%. And I just think, you know, um, she would have given anything to do it. She spent 10 years, you know, starring on Friends from 94 to 2004. And she really just said she cared about her career. God forbid that a woman just care about her career. And she said, everyone thought the reason why my husband left me and we entered marriage was because I wouldn't give him a kid. And this is absolute lies. So anyway, I just, I love her speaking her truth. Yeah, I do too. And I give her a lot of credit because, I mean, not only is she like a megastar speaking out, she's speaking out against everyone's heartthrob. I mean, you know, good for her. Yeah. That's, I think that's pretty brave kind of all the way around. Right. I think she's, you know, I think we think of her as, you know, obviously Rachel from Friends just being this ditzy little, you know, hi. Oh, yeah. He, Grant doesn't. Grant, who do you think of her as? Who? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. You think of her from the what's the well? Movie no, she but did? I remember from Horrible Bosses. Was one well, of she's my. She's hysterical. She's hysterical in that because she's just a sexy freak, and it's so different from what we saw in Friends. I mean, right. I, right. I go back to Friends immediately, right. but God, her and Horrible Bosses. Oh, she's she's hysterical. Hysterical. I just God, I would have loved to have been Charlie in those scenes. Yeah. <laughs> did we have a winner of the Christmas Carol? Yes, we did. Who was it? Uh, Renita was our winner, and she's Renita? yeah. Was Renita. she excited? Very. She's from Burnsville, and she was very stoked to go. So. That's awesome. so awesome. Yeah. Okay, so back to Jennifer. I think that she is... So have you watched the morning show? Started it, didn't keep going. You need to, to go back. I know. Totally okay, that is you guys both. You guys, you guys. You guys. You guys. That's Grant's line around here. You guys. You guys. You gotta, love you guys, yeah. That is a great show. All right. Lily's into it. She loves it. All I right. Just, I'm just, yeah. All right, fine. So to watch. I'm going to outcry after what you told me earlier. Oh, about you, that. you know, report oh, back. Yeah. Totally. I mean, look at that shot. So Kim Kardashian apparently four years ago wore this same Chanel um, doily mm-hmm. bathing suit. And she let it be known that she did this first. <laughs> of course she did. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Jennifer looks beautiful. She's, well, I mean, if I had to choose, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm going Jennifer. Me too. I think so. All right. So in the Matthew Perry book that I'm almost done with, um, a man who is just driven by his own head, getting in the way with everything, never feeling like he's enough, feeling abandoned, doesn't blame things on his parents really, but just acknowledges that he had a tough upbringing kind of thing and was shipped between Canada and LA and blah, 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 blah. He told this story 
I mean, he really is such an addict at such a level I've never heard of before that that even after his bowels blew up, he was in a coma, he still searched for drugs. He had two sober companions and a nurse and would try to figure out a way to still get the drugs. And um, it's just a a tale, like, please. I mean, yeah. save, it's just a tale of addiction that is just right. so hardcore. And he had brief moments of sobriety, but his insecurity in himself and then blaming his disease on himself, which he's finally accepted and doesn't do anymore, mm-hmm. has been uh, driven him to all these different areas. He's a very creative guy. Yeah. I mean, he wrote, you know, he tells about some of his acting things. And so he, remember the whole nine yards, him and that. Yes. Mo- the first one was funny, but he said the second one was a disaster. It was. It was not good. The first one was yeah. fantastic. But and, yes. And saving Sarah's, the one that he did with Elizabeth Hurley, um, forgetting Sarah. Can you check? I'll look it, I'll look right. it up. He did it with Elizabeth Hurley, and it was rom-com. Well, in the middle of it, he's just going in a downward spiral, drinking, you know. He would. He was, everyone was watching him, so he'd have room service, deliver a bottle of vodka, a gallon kind with the handle, and put it in the bathtub so no one would find it. And he talks about how he slurred his words through the whole thing. In the middle of it, he had to leave and go to treatment and try to get off things. Serving Sarah. That was yeah. in 2002. And that, if you really think about it, remember how you said he was hiding alcohol? 2002 was about season nine because it ended in 0304 with season 10. So yep. that would have been the one year that he claims he was off pills and drinking. Right. So that makes sense that he was hiding booze. I mean, big time. And yeah. so then he left. And he finally comes back and everyone's pissed at him and they sued him. You know, he had to pay like $650,000. I mean, you shouldn't do that to a person who has to get help, but whatever. He's like, I'll just pay. I mean, he paid off so many, his, the money, but he just, he just says he could never, it was never enough. It was never Mm -hmm. enough drugs. It was never enough. That's the thing with addiction is it's, it's such a hard, you just, you don't know how to get out of that spiral. The fear of being alone without it just never goes away. But the nice thing is with this book is that he's giving everybody an idea of what he went through. A lot of people have can relate to what he's gone through and can maybe be inspired to find the help and the, the, the balance that he has hopefully found right now. You know, he mm. says it. I know he's there, but he's still only 18 months in. And he's on Suboxone. Yeah, and that's Suboxone. And And he can't get off it. And that, well, that's, see, that's the thing. But Suboxone is nice. And that's what I use myself. I use, if anybody's out there and you're worried about withdrawals or anything like that, ask your doctor for Suboxone because what you can do is you can take it. It blocks the opioid drug receptors so you can't get high. But the nice thing is, is you can dose yourself down so easily and you won't feel Mm -hmm. the traumatic feelings of withdrawal now i did it in a much quicker sense than he did because i took control of it myself but some people are on suboxone for a long period of time but the weaning off of it is one million times easier than any type of withdrawal you'll go through suboxone is a godsend to this situation and he has mixed feelings about it he has mixed feelings about it he says it helps but it doesn't but he's at a point now and i'm almost done with the book where he says that um I cannot, there isn't enough opioids to make me even get high. I'm so immune. There isn't enough alcohol to even Mm, get me to feel a buds. I have such a high tolerance. So I don't even want to do it right anymore. So just, it's just, it's 
It's fascinating kind of because of, you think of all the friends, Bunny, he talks about leaving the set and how he would go and film and they'd drive him back. He married Monica and he's got the sober person driving him back to Promises Malibu. I mean, it's just kind of a fascinating story. Stealing I, pills while he's going through houses, yeah, you know? know? I mean, the guy it's, lived a life. It's something. Yeah. Um, okay, when we come back, oh, we've got so much more to get to in a little, little Watch What Happens Live speak. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 